Thank you for joining us today. Dean and I are so grateful for your support, many of you for almost 30 years here. And I'm continuing today our third prayer that I pray for you daily as a partner of this ministry. You know, it's our contention that Jesus saying, I am the great shepherd of the sheep. And, but he's also called out some of us uh, to assist him. And it's our contention that all of us need a shepherd, a pastor somewhere. And it's a, it's a wonderful honor uh, to be not only the pastor of a, a local body of believers, but to be a pastor at large. And many, many people have honored me and given me the opportunity to be their spiritual pastor. So today I want to share with you the third in our series and the last in our series on the prayer that I pray for you every day. I pray these prayers over those whom God has uh, assigned me uh, to share with uh, every day. And today we go to Numbers chapter 6. And like I said earlier, I can't improve on the prayers that are in Holy Scripture. We started out with John 17, uh, the prayer of Jesus uh, for all of us, not, not just his immediate disciples, but for all who would become his disciples. Then uh, we prayed the prayer in Ephesians 1 of the Apostle Paul. And today I go back to Numbers uh, chapter 6 and beginning with verse 22, and the Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to Aaron. If you'll remember, Aaron was Moses' brother and was the head of the priesthood and to his sons, that is the priest, and say to them, this is the way you shall bless the children of Israel. Say to them, let's, let's look at two things here. Number one, and in my prayer for you, uh, I am praying that the Lord will bless you. And the reason why is because in verse 27, here's what we find. So they, the priests, those who were praying and blessing, they shall put my name on the children of Israel, and I will bless them. See there that a blessing is conveyed through the agency of these who were praying. So through the impartation of things that we say, we can be a conduit. We can be the transfer agents, if you will, of the very blessing of God. Now you may say, Pastor, why are you praying this prayer out there in the uh, Old Testament that was assigned to the, to the priest. Understand this, that as New Testament believers, and I'm reading from Revelation chapter 1, we find in verses 5 and 6, to him, Jesus, who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood and has made us, believers now in the New Testament, made us kings and priests to his God and Father. In the eyes of our God and Father, we, through Jesus, have been made kings, kings to, to rule, to have dominion in the things of the kingdom of God in our realm, and as priests to pray for, to intercede, to encourage those in that circle that God has given for us to influence. So understand that we have the opportunity to be a blessing for others to receive on behalf of our prayers, on behalf of our, our words, blessing from God. So I pray each day for you this blessing. What does it mean 
to bless. The, uh, the Hebrew word for bless, we go all the way back to Genesis. After God created man and woman, the very first thing he did, according to scripture is, verse 27, chapter one of Genesis, he blessed them. He blessed them. He pronounced a blessing on them, a supernatural empowerment. Uh, why wouldn't they? You know, the word uh, blessed there in the Hebrew is barak, barak, pronounced B-A-W-R-A-K. And it means to bless. It literally means at its root to kneel, to curtsy, if you will, to, to show honor and respect. So when God created, get this, when God created Adam and Eve, the Bible says that he blessed them. What he was saying was, I adore you. I absolutely adore you. I honor you. Why wouldn't they? Remember, they were created in his image and likeness. There was no sin. He, he, he put his own very likeness in them. One of the greatest definitions of the biblical meaning of bless, which by the way is mentioned over 120 times in scripture. Bless or its derivative is mentioned over 120 times in scripture. So we ought to find out what this means. And the root of that meaning has to do with God imparting something of himself to us. It means to be supernaturally empowered to prosper in our spirit, our soul, our body, and in everything our hand touches that is legitimate and led of the Lord and designed and, and assigned by him to be supernaturally empowered to prosper by the Spirit of God in our spirit, there where the Lord lives by the Holy Spirit, in our soul, our mind, our emotions, our will, in, in our body, uh, that's physical suit that we wear on this earth, and in all the works of our hands, relationally and financially. What a mighty thing to be supernaturally empowered by the God who loved us, created us in his own image, redeemed us back into that image in Jesus Christ. And so the, the blessing that I pray is right here. The Lord bless you. The Lord supernaturally empower you today to prosper in your spirit, your soul, and your body, and all that your hand touches, relationally and financially. It is a, it is a supernatural empowerment from God. It is his favor. It's his benefit on you. The Lord bless you and keep you. That is, protect you, keep you in his grip. That is, to keep you from outside attacks of the evil one, to keep you from the dangers that are in this world, to keep you and I from from the deceit of the evil one and from our own uh, flesh being in control and dominion of us. The Lord bless, the Lord keep you. And then he says in verse 25, the Lord make his face to shine upon you. What does that mean? As I pray this for you, this word means that God, that we'll get revelation that he's pleased with you. He loves you. He's proud of you. You're his handiwork. You see, so many times in our own inner man, when we uh, think about approaching the Lord, sometimes we feel like, and mistakenly so, that he's distant, uh, that he doesn't care, that sometimes we even feel like he's angry or aggravated or displeased with us. 
In Christ Jesus, the Word of God says you're holy and righteous and blameless. You're loved and accepted and forgiven. I mean, the truth of the matter is, from God's perspective, He sees us in Christ. The truth of the matter is, from God's perspective, He loves us as He loves His own Son. We found that in John uh, chapter 17, verse 26. So when we pray that the Lord will bless you and keep you and for his face to shine upon you, it, it's praying for a greater revelation of how much the Lord loves you. He's in love with you. And why wouldn't he be? You were created in his image and likeness. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The word grace means his favor and his ability so that there will be dispelled from us the mistaken idea that our God is not personally interested in everything that we're involved in. I pray that the Lord would give us all a greater revelation of his presence, that he's acted. Listen, if even the hairs of our head are numbered, if even if he knows whenever a bird throughout the universe falls, and scripture says he does, how much more interested is he in you and the affairs of your life. So this prayer has to do with recognizing that he is that his grace, his favor, his God-given ability, not just favor, but his God-given ability to do whatever it is he's assigned us to do would be yours. And notice he says there in verse 26, the Lord lift up his countenance upon you. Now what would that mean? I've heard it said like this, uh, if you've ever been in an audience with little children who are in some kind of school or church program and uh, the teacher has obviously instructed them, you stand there and don't be what well, don't be looking around and don't uh, don't be gesturing, always behave, stand straight up. If you've ever noticed when those little children come in and take their place on the riser or the platform or whatever, they will be looking around into the audience. And despite what the teacher may have instructed them, when they see mom or dad or sister or brother or grandparent or friend, they can't help but start babying. I mean, all of a sudden, they, they start looking and, and usually they'll give out a little wave. It's the lifting up of the countenance. Did you know that this prayer of blessing was for the people to understand that God's glad to see you. He, he's delighted in you. He, he loves you. And he smiles when he sees you. The lifting up of the countenance and making his face to shine upon you uh, means uh, such things as granting you favor, opening doors of opportunity for you, um, letting you know not just inwardly how much he loves you and how you look to him in Christ, but opening up doors of opportunity and giving you um, the ability and the resources to succeed and prosper in what he's assigned you to do. And notice he says, and give you peace. How priceless is peace? You can't, you can't buy or sell peace. But you can have that internal order, and that's my definition of peace, internal order. That is, things are square. Things Things are in order on the inside, regardless of how chaotic or out of order they may be in our circumstances. 
there is a peace that passes understanding. Peace is one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit's presence in us. And we can access it and walk in it continually. The peace of the Lord Jesus Christ. So my prayer for you this day and every day is the Lord will bless you. He will keep you. He will cause his face to shine upon you. Show you his grace, his favor. Lift up his countenance upon you. And that you will be given his peace. So the blessing of the Lord, which is mine and yours in Christ Jesus, is our prayer that you'll get more and more revelation of. I want you to understand that there is a pastor praying for you every day. We praise God for you. We give him thanks every day for you. Be blessed in the name of Jesus.